0: Hi there. This is Renee Forney. Thank you so much for tuning in once again to listen to my podcast. It is my prayer that it will be a blessing to you and that you would simply get to know this wonderful, absolutely amazing creation that you are. Designed beautifully by the Master, God, Jesus, Holy Spirit himself. Flaws? Well, yes. Brokenness? of course. But know this, the more you and I embrace the cross Jesus, the more our broken pieces are transformed into something ultimately beautiful. Now let's tune in to see what the Lord has to say to us today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about anger and just how sometimes when we get angry, we are we get out of control and we fail to use that beautiful gift that God has given each of us as believers, the Holy Spirit, we fail uh, to tap into um, accessing the Spirit of God to help us to move through anger, to trash it, basically. I want to talk about trashing anger. If, If you really must know what I want to discuss, I want to discuss trashing or killing, assassinating anger. Listen to this passage. For I know... That good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing, so I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man, what a wretched woman I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Oh, but thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. That this, this, this passage here is like, dude, I want to do good. I don't want to sin, but it's right there present. Hey, if you don't want to sin, you may want to consider eating a lot of God's word, filling up with his spirit so that when the enemy launches his arrows at you, you do not respond in anger. Now, what I mean by the enemy is this. Satan will use whomever he can. He will use your children. He will use your husband. He'll use that person on your job. He will use, and I mean, all of these people can be believers, but he will use whomever is, you know, uh, subject to be influenced by him. And so that's one reason why the word of God tells us to pray in the spirit on all occasions, at all times with all kinds of prayer requests. Well, just listen in, grab a pen and paper so that you can, uh, take notes Take notes and and if you don't do anything else write down these scriptures because the Word of God will truly change your life I am telling you you do not want to allow uh, things such as um, something that the enemy launches your way you respond without even uh, talking to Jesus about it so I am encouraging you to remember who you are, remember whose you are, and understand this, that God, Jesus, Holy Spirit is your master. Tune in and hope you get something from this. It surely helped me. So someone was describing a scene from The Avengers And it was when the Black Widow was trying to persuade Bruce Manor to come back and fight with their team to save America. He had this conversation that I found so incredibly disturbing. Bruce Manor hated the Hulk, the mean monster, so much so that he said instead of having to deal with the destruction which he would cause, he would rather die. He said, you know, I tried killing myself, but the Hulk caught the bullet in its mouth and spit it out. Now, that is how powerful the Hulk was. The Hulk was impossible to kill. What would save Bruce, Bruce Manor, from this monster, the Hulk, that destroyed everything around him, including those whom he loved? now for us oh what a miserable person i am who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death that's romans 7 24. this anger that bruce manor would experience that would drive him to to the hulk sometimes if we let our anger go unchecked. It also is devastating to those around us. As believers, we are told to trash anger. For the most part, we cannot hold on to anger for any reason. The Word of God in, says in Ephesians four twenty six through twenty seven: In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. And do not give the devil a foothold. Psalms 37 8 says this stop being angry turn from your rage do not lose your temper it only leads to harm so tell me this how do you trash anger is it even possible to assassinate it on your own or do we find ourselves in a Bruce Manor situation you cannot kill anger or bear, bury anger dead Anger only will find itself steeping in the ground of your heart like tea steeps in a cup of hot water. It will steep and the enemy at the right time will use it to create something far worse. As anger is buried, you become impregnated with bitterness. Now, bitterness is something that is even more difficult to get rid of due to the way it masquerades as something other than what it really is. Bitterness hides and you cannot see it, although others can. Oh, it stinks. If anger does not destroy you and those around you, bitterness will surely terminate the soul's spiritual senses. I mean... Your sense of hearing, your sense of smell. Think about your soul's spiritual senses being dulled or possibly ended. Talk about losing your sense of smell and taste due to COVID. Your soul will not be able to sense anything that the Lord Jesus is trying to communicate to you via, via his Holy Spirit. So then I am sure that all can conclude this with me, that anger must be trashed. It must be assassinated. But how? How is this done? Just as Bruce Manner could not assassinate himself, neither can you assassinate your flesh, man. This is what it takes to kill anger, to trash anger. I want you to see, visualize anger as the flesh man and it is at war against your spirit man Ephesians 6:12 says for our struggle is not against flesh and blood but against the rulers against the authorities against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 5 says this, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ we must use the spiritual weapons to assassinate anger. Therefore, put on the full armor of, gr- of God so that when the day of evil comes, you will be able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything to stand, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, Take up your shield of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Faith, guys, listen to this. Faith is an action word. You have to live out your faith. You just simply obey the Spirit of God. Shut your mouth if you're angry. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. And if you're still angry, pray in the spirit. It says, and pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. That's Ephesians 6, 3 through 13 through 18. Now, Galatians 5, 14 through 17 I know it's a lot of scripture, but this is the way to trash, to assassinate anger with the word of God and prayer for the whole law can be summed up in this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. But if you all, if you are always biting and devouring one another, watch out, be beware. Of destroying one another, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives, then you won't be doing what your sinful, sinful nature craves. I got that R going on Sinfer. sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants, and the Spirit gives us desires that are op- the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. Galatians 5 verses 14 through 17. But you as a believer have been given the Holy Spirit, guys, and there are fruits which come with it. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives love joy peace patience kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness and self-control self-control is a fruit of the spirit and it says there is no law against these things that's galatians 5 22 through 23. so we must work daily to grow these fruits of self-control love peace patience kindness gentleness goodness faithfulness joy And if these fruits are nourished through the word of God and prayer, when anger is ignited within you, you're able to quickly do what we are told to do in James chapter four to avoid the fights and quarrels. First thing he tells us to do is submit to God. Surrender what you are feeling to Jesus. Tell him about it, either by writing the prayer or speaking the prayer out loud, being careful To hear what he the Holy Spirit has to say in response to what you are telling him the second thing that you need to do that I need to do is to resist the devil as you submit to God you have enough strength to walk away from that situation and as my baby girl tells her little son Mason When he's tempted to do something that he shouldn't, Mason, walk away. Mason, don't do it. Walk away. Walk away. So accept the feeling, but deny the reaction. Remember, you are controlled by the spirit of God, God, not by your emotions. So now at this point, the devil has no other choice other than to leave your presence. So James 4, 7 through 8, it says that submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Come near to God and he will come near to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. You double-minded. I don't want to be called double-minded and I hope you don't either. So then to kill anger and avoid trying to bury anger alive, keep on your spiritual armor. And grow the fruits of the spirit through nourishment in the word of God and prayer. And surrender to every word that Jesus instructs you to do. If he says do it, faith does not question it. Faith just does. Faith just does it. Bruce Manor, in that episode, he learned to keep his anger in check at all times by, guess what? He said, I keep it in check by... Always being angry. <laughs> I thought that was crazy. He said, I'm always angry. And if I stay angry, then the Hulk won't come out, basically. So when I asked how he contained the Hulk and and kept him contained, he responded. Basically, I am always angry. So anger did not control Bruce Manor anymore. I guess he just he just half that one emotion running at all times and I don't know if you ever watched the Avengers when they needed the Hulk to come out the Hulk really couldn't come out there was nothing he could do to make him come out (laughs) but listen as for us we cannot on our own do any form of sin management and I guess that's kind of what he did he managed anger it is only through the growth of the fruits given to us by the Spirit of God that we can assassinate, that we can kill anger. We have self-control fruit to make us keep our mouths closed until we can get the processing done with Jesus so that we can submit. Jesus then will remind us of all that it cost him on Calvary and how he has been, his love has been poured forth into us to replicate him and his death so death to self death to a life of sin and fertilizer of mercy and grace is then poured upon the situation that has caused you the anger and this produces in you and in me a resistance a resistance that irritates literally irritates the devil So much so that he does not walk, but he runs. It says, resist him and he will flee. He runs. The fertilizer of grace and mercy grows patience with the individual. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness with the individual. Gentleness in your responses. These are all irritants, and it gives the enemy an ugh moment, like, ugh, because it's Jesus being spilled out. So it is at the name of Jesus, everything must bow. At the action or acting like Jesus, all foolishness must cease. Let's pray. God I thank you for your holy spirit. We thank you for your grace and your mercy uh, that washes over us, God. If Uh, we fall, if we fail, if we act out of character, God, we know um, that we are to replicate Jesus, that we are to represent Christ, God, as we go on our journey. But sometimes we fail you. Thank you for your grace. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for your love. Lord, we ask that your Holy Spirit would reveal to us those areas of our lives, God, that we're operating in bitterness, that we're operating in unforgiveness, uh, that we're operating in anger, whatever it is, God, that is not of you. We ask that your Holy Spirit would enlighten us and then wash over us and then refresh and restore us. Show us, God, the things that you desire us to see about ourselves, God, the areas, God, that we've kept hidden from you. Father, we want to please you, but we cannot do it without your power, your anointing. Help us, God, as we dig deeper into your word. Help us to to simply cry out to you with a sincere heart. Help us to surrender everything to you. God, I thank you right now. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for my, my friends that have joined uh, to listen into to uh, this particular word. God, we thank you for them. We pray blessings over their life, God. And we pray, God, that you would just simply help them to continue to walk in a manner worthy of their calling in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm. Thank you for tuning in today. And until next time, I say to you, dear friend, rejoice, for you have this anchor for your soul. This, what is this? This anchor is Jesus Christ.